0: Hey, everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Isaac Newton Nemesis by David Ashton, Episode 2. A man
1: approached me, Jamie Wilde, by name, a false coiner. Behind him, someone else. They mean you harm. Elliot Miller left this note for me. Then he died to protect the Royal Mint... We have put our men on to wild to watch his every move, but so far nothing.
2: Am I correct, Mr. Haynes? You are indeed, sir. Counterfeiter, lives in the taverns, puts on airs and graces. A fine figure with the ladies. But cut your throat as soon as look at you.
1: Could he have robbed my silver? The country's silver, Chancellor. But could he? Possible. Runs with violent men. Yep, we have no proof for anything, murder or robbery.
2: Yes. We need proof.
1: What are you thinking, Catherine? She may not wish to be involved, sir.
2: I am not a piece of bone china, Charles.
1: No, no, of course not. I would not infer. Infer what? Otherwise.
2: Mr Miller died on our doorstep. His blood on my dress. I am involved.
1: Catherine also has more intelligence than your entire government committee. Not much of a compliment, sir. I agree. I object. In any case, what is on your mind, Catherine?
2: When I was a little girl, Uncle Isaac, you visited my parents. Do you remember?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Some animal was killing all your poultry. I applied logic.
2: Gun to hand, you climbed a tree. I was younger then. But first, you tethered two plump hens in a small clearing and waited till night.
1: I thought a fox. But it was your, your family cat, Samuel, had a thirst for blood.
2: We put him down, and the hens laid their eggs in peace ever after.
1: You were suggesting something of that measure?
2: To attract a predator.
1: It might well work.
2: Mm,
3: thank you, Mr Haynes.
1: At your service, madam. A heavy wagon full of silversay. Lightly guarded, perhaps. A sitting duck. Or hen. How can <laughs> we be sure that
0: Wilde will hear of this?
1: As Chancellor, sir, you are duty-bound to inform details to your government committee. That should do the trick. I resent the implication, Mr Newton. Then leave it so, but do it, if you please. I'm not your pupil now, sir. More's the pity. For the good of the cause, Mr Montague... Mr. Miller must not die in vain. And remember his words, behind Jamie Wilde lies someone else.
3: (laughs) Splendid lunch.
0: One of your clubs, no doubt.
3: Gentlemen only. Otherwise, you could have been there, my dear.
0: I wouldn't want to, anyhow. <laughs> Why not, pray? Your wife might hear of
3: it. <laughs> True enough. True enough. Oh, splendid. Claret and beef pie. Good English provender.
0: Claret is French.
3: So it is. So it is. Digby Lonsdale and I sank three bottles. The King's health and confusion to the enemy.
0: Mr. Lonsdale, your friend in the committee?
3: None other than. brought me great news. Oh, such as? Montague is on his knees. How so? Newton has run out of men to guard the wagons.
0: What about the army? Doesn't
3: trust them, only his own men.
0: Serves him right then.
3: They've been forced to send the next shipment with little cover, like a farm cart. <laughs> he must be desperate. <laughs>
0: I interest you in a brandy, sir. Oh,
3: my wife would never offer such
0: advantage of having a mystery. <laughs> uh,
3: one more mistake Montague is finished, and I will be Chancellor.
0: That's worth a brandy or two. <laughs> I might even join you, celebrate. Mm.
3: Hustle. Come up in the world, eh?
0: All the way from Mother Wiseborns. Yeah.
3: times you remind me of the first woman I bedded. Same height, colouring, huh? a serving maid.
0: That's nice. <sighs> what happened to her?
3: Oh, she was released. Released? Got above her station. Well... Hmm your good health sir (sighs) Mm. now tell me all the gossip from Mr Lonsdale
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mr Miller I miss him no one to complain about the Royal Mint (laughs) look at me with such ill disguised lack of respect that was more reserved for myself surely
1: be careful there! father, Mr
2: Newton! Miller was the only one to make some of this old equipment work. Especially that print machine. Huge beast with a mind of its own. Inanimate, but unpredictable. How the men? Spirits not high, but they persevere. We're working full out, with more to come. Mr Gilchrist, mind on the job, sir! Aye,
1: Mr Newton!
2: A decent fellow, but not a patch-on, Mr Miller. I'm afraid so.
1: Mr. Gilchrist, if I need it, I'll be in my room. Right you are,
0: sir.
2: (sighs) Sorry, sir. A bad
1: night. Did you not sleep well? No. dreamt I was at the edge of a cliff. Oh. And did you fall? I woke up instead. Very wise of you. You did not um, dream of my niece, then? I lack the capacity, sir. Let us therefore consider grim reality. Uh, The Chancellor will have told his committee this morning, so by this evening it's safe to assume our enemies will know of forthcoming events. It will not leak from here. Mr Montague in a parlous state, enemies at his back. So he keeps telling us. Indeed. I've studied the proposed route of the wagon. It passes through Kent by tomorrow evening. One of the last staging posts is a steep incline two miles before. Perfect for ambush. Our men will be there, of course. As will you and I. That would be dangerous, sir. I shoot as well as the next man. In the dark, anything might happen. I cannot ask someone to risk their life if I'm not prepared to do the same.
2: Very well. With that in mind, may I inform you, sir, that I intend to keep watch on Jamie Wilde this night. We have men already in position. They do not have my skill. I might say to you, that would be dangerous. Pop calls the kettle black, sir. Besides, I shall be in disguise.
1: When I mooted the idea of recoining the entire currency, I felt it to be the only course. I still feel so, but I have lost a good man, Elliot Miller, and may lose others. I put those I love at risk. Mathematics is a simple process compared to the labyrinth of human emotions. I left my citadel of law and learning to immerse myself in another world, a world of greed and power, anger, hatred. I hope the outcome is worth the jeopardy. To any action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Good and evil. I am loath to consider myself a white knight upon a charger, but I will do my best not to disgrace the purpose of my maker.
0: My dog Jupiter will rip the guts out of your flea-bitten hound. <laughs> oh, is that all right? That's <laughs> yards. Mr. Wilde, you have a visitor. Tomorrow night, the game is on. Yeah, yeah it's really it Is it my sweet angel, Silas? It is. Yeah, she waits outside. Here, take Jupiter. He's overly fond of her shinbone. Come on, boy. Tomorrow night! Yeah! yeah. Wilde. <laughs> here? By the alley? All hooded up. Woman of mystery, eh? I have little time. Details of the next shipment. Tomorrow eve. I had some sport planned. You may have a different kind to pursue. Goodbye. Wait! When do we spend all this silver? When I dance on Newton's grave. (laughs) Stay a while. His men are everywhere. I could follow you a distance for safety. No, you might be watched. What's that? Nothing. I could send Silas. Yes. He can dog me to the crossroad, but no further. Hurry. Wait. I demand payment. Of what kind? Like this. Stabbed a man in the guts for you. You must wait. Tomorrow night, after we take the silver and hide it by the docks, I have a secret little room. Cross the street there, see? Here's the key. you trust me, then? After midnight, I'll leave out a light. Come to me. Too much risk. Be worth it. I guarantee. I'll think about that offer. Now, fetch Silas and Hurry.
3: Ah,
2: yes. There you are, my beauty. <coughs>
3: what are you up to, little man? Huh? Tell me. I'll crush your wind pipe else. Oh my god, he's having a fit. Dad, don't spit on me. Dying? Uh, hurry up then and die. <coughs> <sighs>
2: <sighs> <sighs> Fell for that one, did you? <sighs> Nothing beats a kick to the cods, eh? Mm. I was gonna steal her purse, but I can make do with yours. Bye now! Crossroads. Damnation. Might as well try. Cats are wise creatures. Save for Samuel, of course. Mr Haynes. I need to speak with Mr Newton. Uh, he is not yet home. Oh, be at the Mint. I will go there directly. Uh, you look somewhat poorly, sir. Uh, I excuse myself. I... Uh, I'm in disguise. Disguise? As you see. Have you been set upon? No, just short of breath. Huh. Um, Catherine, uh, may I, I may call you so? You often have. It is my name. Yes. Um, I-, I was wondering, when uh, there is more leisure to spare, m- might we have coffee together in a coffee house? Uh, a coffee house? Yes. Uh, p- places where one might have coffee with a friend. Uh. Uh, may I invite you? I see no harm in it. Thank you. I I will, of course, be more suitably attired. No harm in coffee. I'm sure Mr. Montague would not object.
1: I have some news, sir. You look dreadful, Mr. Haynes. I'm in disguise.
0: Your
2: neck is bruised, bloody. Uh, Come, sit down. (sighs) I was attacked. You escaped, however, Ungentlemanly tactics, I'm afraid. (laughs) I hope it was worth the pain. We shall find out in the morning.
1: I cannot believe this. Belief has nothing to do with facts. A monstrous accusation. Mr. Haynes put his life at risk. I would ask you to observe that. Isaac, I have no doubt Haynes is a brave man, but this this is a most serious charge. Penalty of death. I am aware of such.
2: Sorry to be late, sir.
1: Further success? Possibly. I have brought Mr. Montague up to date with our investigation. He finds it hard to credit.
2: Merely facts, hidden and discovered. I would prefer it from your own mouth, sir. Very well. Last night, Jamie Wilde met with a woman. She passed him a piece of paper of sorts. I watched this outside a tavern, followed her... You were attacked in this pursuit. I believe that is worthy of note. It it matters little. It matters much to me. Continue, sir. I tracked her, finally, to an address in Hyde Park. A well-to-do area. It being then too late in the night, I reported back to Mr Newton to decide upon a plan of action. As far as we could. In the morning, I returned and spoke with the landlady of the building. Mr Haynes has a better touch with landladies than myself. A, a kindly soul, but inquisitive. The rooms were rented by a gentleman. The young woman, pleasant enough, but, the landlady thought, perhaps a wife in watercolours? A mistress, So Mr Haynes informs me. I had a piece of luck. The day before, the old lady had heard voices in the street, loud, drunken two men. She also heard a name. You're a lucky devil, Thomas Carey. Mm. From the window, she saw that the man thus addressed was the man who had rented the rooms. Thomas Carey. A member of your party.
0: Men are ready, Mr. World? Then we'd best be on our way. Not taking so many this time. From what I know, we have no need. Mount up! <laughs> Oh. Hurts, does it, Silas? Oh, damn little thief. <laughs> Take better care of the crown jewels. I have mine promised. Stay here, Jupiter. You're brave as a lion, but you might come to harm. You love that, dog. Other than my dear mother, the only soul ever showed me a moment of affection.
1: Thomas Carey fell from grace, became embroiled in a scandal, a conspiracy of Sir John Fenwick, a charge of undutiful words against the king. Would that not indicate a certain lack of loyalty? It was a lack of judgment. Carries is a royalist to the core, but he lost his position in the treasury. And you are now Chancellor? Did Carey blame you for his fall, or did he consider it merely a consequence of gravity? I I had nothing to do with the decision. But you reaped the benefit. And should you fall in turn, would he not benefit also? I see the import of what you imply, but I cannot believe Carey would stoop so low.
2: He is a politician.
1: So am I, Mr Haynes. You told me Carey had quit the committee. That is true. Therefore he would not know any of the information. Exactly. But does he still have friends there? Digby Lonsdale. They carouse together. Perhaps you might have a quiet word with Mr Lonsdale. I will do so. Now this is all predicated
2: upon a mistress, a woman we know nothing about. I'm in the process of rectifying such ignorance. The name she goes under is Miss Bell Russell. The landlady confirmed that much. It's nothing to me. It means something to Thomas Carey. We need to go, sir. Time flies. Indeed
1: it does. We shall meet again shortly, Charles. Where are you off to now? I have a rendezvous with two plump hens and a bloodthirsty tomcat.
3: Better if it lashed with rain, Mr. Wilde.
0: Yes. Still night and a full moon favours no one.
3: The men are wondering when they get their share.
0: When I say so. Start throwing money in the taverns and Newton's men will be on us like the plague. It makes sense. I'll tell them. I saw yeah. Newton once. In the street. What did he look like? Tall. Thin. Dressed in black. Not a smile on his face. Like retribution. There's a fancy name for it. Nemesis. <laughs> you put a lot of stock in that blade. It's tasted blood. Many a time fox.
3: Female. Looking for a male.
0: Nature. Never at rest, eh? This
2: incline is perfect for viewing the road. We should see the wagon approach. And the attackers
1: let us hope. Great pity Catherine could not be here. Why? Well, she'd enjoy the adventure. My niece has pirate's blood. Really? No. A flight of imagination. I I admire her. Greatly. Catherine has many admirers. Mm. I'm sure poets in the coffee houses. Hmm. I believe Mr. Montague writes poetry. Is it of any standard? I'm told it is somewhat effusive. There it is. Indeed. And we have a hunter's
0: moon. Steady now. Steady. Let's yeah. it get closer. You're right. Just a few on guard. My sweet angel is never wrong. Same rules apply knock them off the horses in the wagon. If they resist, be it on their own head. Now! All right! All right! Come on! Get out! Get out! Get out!
2: taken the bait and now we hook them in. Quietly does it, lads. Get behind, then strike. Uh, Mr Newton, if I may be so bold. Don't worry, Mr Haynes, I do not intend to lead the battle
1: charge.
3: Cut them down if you have to. Join me, men at the back of us. What? A horn of them.
0: Damnation. Newton, it has to be. Get back to the horses! Run
2: for your Sorry sir, my foot got in your way. You're that little thief! On the side of heaven now. Rope him up and take him home. Where is Mr Newton?
0: Damned horses! Where are they?
1: I think, so. you have reached the end of your tether.
0: Newton. Retribution, eh? You will drop the blade, please. Oh, belongs in my stick. But once it's out, needs a target. Cut your friend through the gut. Miller. Down he went. I'd do the same for you. I have a clean shot. Do not tempt me. Oh, well, that's the devil's job, is it not? Temptation? Ah! Mr. Newton, are
1: you all right, sir? Yes, yes, help me to my feet. Wild, I shot him, but he charged me, knocked me to the ground. There he goes. Get the horses, follow on. I'm afraid he'll have a head start. Yes, but I did not miss. He carries a deep wound to the lower abdomen. I did not miss. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.